listen, laugh, and learn. Welcome to the Don Miller Show on Florida Man Radio. You guys talk like that? No! <laughs> oh, were we just having a conversation? Something like that. Did they catch us off guard? Hey, everybody, welcome, <laughs> welcome, welcome to the Don Miller Show right here on Florida Man Radio. Uh, shout out to the people in the beautiful panhandle, Destin, Fort Walton Beach. Uh, I'm going to see you guys soon. Myself and D'Amica Page, Holly Holliman. We got to get Gonzo. I ain't bring these interns, though. Uh, but we got to get up there to see you in the beautiful panhandle of Florida. We thank you so much for your support. Uh, checking us out, listening every day. Also, Orlando, Ocala, all parts in that region. We thank you for your support as well. And uh, you can see us anytime over here because we always out and about. But again, thank you, thank you, thank you. Listen, very important. Um, got a few things to hit on, but I want to have an in-depth discussion. So I want you to call us at 321-339-1055. I want to have an in-depth uh, conversation. Yesterday we had a caller I had to uh, let go uh, because I, I think in this caller's quest to share their thoughts uh, they didn't recognize that there's still an area that you don't enter into uh, because it is deemed inappropriate, right? As Hollywood say, and you might get your ass whooped, okay? <laughs> so I, I think I want to have an in-depth conversation regarding what you say and what you don't say. I have in the last few days uh, had a dialogue with a individual who I think Two individuals who don't understand what you say and what you don't say. So I want to take this time uh, with Holly on the on the line and Stedman in the studio and Gonzo right here to to ask a question and to share some thoughts on what you do, what you don't do, and how you can immediately run up on an ass whooping. <laughs> I'm very serious. This is that, for real. Yeah. This is a real conversation I want to have. The, right. Well, the main issue okay. is you know. Being careful with what you say around certain people, right, right. certain areas. Yeah, yeah, because so uh, I, I thought we might have a guest, have a guest calling in, but uh, I'm gonna see what happens. So anyway, so I want to get into this conversation. Then I want to kind of spin off to several conversations. Yeah, uh, I got a buddy that I sit with. We all sit with. We chat with. We smoke cigars with. Right. He is a white guy, uh, a really liberal white guy, and. We talk politics, and they, they, these people tend to run away from the true aspects of what the conversation in depth is. And your liberal white conversation uh, may not be the liberal black conversation, but you have to be open to understand and have these kind of conversations, mm -hmm. right? Or if you start to push, then you're being woke. Right. <laughs> you follow me? <laughs> yeah. So you got to listen. The, the game about understanding people's differences and ideologies is to listen. Mm -hmm. I am where I am today. In my ideology and my mindset, because I had to, I listened at some point. So, so, uh, so this, I get a text message from this person, and didn't know how to figure it out at first, but then I started just counting. Then it came back to me. Tim Scott was on the podium a couple of weeks ago with President Trump, and in his excitement. Tim Scott embraced the president, told the president he loved him, yada, yada. Okay? I've seen people excited before. Okay? Would I have been that excited? No, probably not. 
I would have been excited, though. Yeah, uh, yeah. If I have a relationship with someone who just wants something, I'd be excited. Big for deal, it, right? yeah. But we all deal with our excitement differently, mm -hmm. right? So in the midst of this, um, there's a lot of pushback from African-Americans and just an interesting conversation around Tim Scott's excitement mm -hmm. for President Trump. I get a text from the, the white gentleman who says, Tim Scott, you saw the text. I saw it, yeah. Is a house in. <laughs> And I'm like, don't you know you can't say this to me? No, 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 no. Holly, you hear me? Don't. Yeah, I'm how do you not know you can't text me this? Well, that, text for sure, because now that, it's... That, that, that Tim Scott is a house like inward. In you follow me? Yeah. And, well, and, and Mr. White Guy, what makes Tim Scott a house inward to you? And how do you, you send me this like I'm going to say, show is, massa. <laughs> You follow me? I, no, I, no. I think that where it might become this is the only thing I could think of is he was running. Obviously, he was trying to run for the nomination, as a lot of people were. Mm -hmm. So he was, you know, saying things against Trump and all this and that. And then he turned around mm -hmm. and, you know, is fully embracing him and mm -hmm. supporting him. So that's why he's saying like, oh, they're just using him or mm -hmm. he's just trying to stay relevant. Da, da, da. That's the only thing I could think of as to why. He was but saying does that. that make the senator from South Carolina? No. The educated black gentleman, okay, who actually won against the odds. If you understand South Carolina politics, yeah. uh, listen to me. This gentleman, you may not agree with him politically. Uh, he has accomplished a lot as a black man in South Carolina. Yeah. Uh, first black Republican since Reconstruction. Go, I can, you can go down the list. This guy, you may not like him, but he ain't just some guy. Right. Right? He's an accomplished African-American who just happens to be a conservative. And if we cheer for the Negro doing well, we need to cheer for the Negro doing well. Mm. See, the problem is black people cheer for the Negro doing well that may be aligned with their bogus or fake ideology or confused ideology. But for the Negro doing well who's embraced his walk and what he wants to do, mm -hmm. ah, <laughs> he's a name. You yeah. Stay with me. You feel me? So, so when I look at this and I see... This guy being attacked by black people as well, which I didn't like either. Okay. Again. But for, for a white person to send me a text message mm. and says that this brother who's accomplished had a business or two. Okay. Insurance agent before he went to. Listen. And listen to this. In the history of America, there's only been two black men to work in both bodies. House and Congress. Mm -hmm. Tim Scott. Right. Ain't been one black man. Right. Tim Scott. So just be careful when you downplay somebody who's doing extremely good things and you are only successful because you white. <laughs> no, no, you got to hear me. I'm going somewhere with this. There are people who are only successful because of their pigmentation. And these are people who take shots at people who had to work and do things differently because their pigmentation. So when your pigmentation is your challenge as well, and you got to create an environment and maneuver to get to a certain point, even through the Tim Scott's still a black guy if he's driving down the highway late at night. Please understand, guys. But for a person whose pigmentation is the only reason they've garnered success, not their education for sure, we must be careful when we get sucked into a conversation that could get your ass whooped. So my point is this, right? That was inappropriate. Give me a call. 321-339-1055. Stedman, do you think that was inappropriate? Very. 
Okay. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. I mean, the, the first thing I would, I mean, like if I heard Tim Scott, you know, kissing up to Trump, I would think, yeah, he's a bit of an ass kisser. Mm-hmm. That's not a racial comment. No, not at all. I could say that about anybody. Yeah, right. But I would never, ever go there as the first thought, you know, something that is just an ugly mark on our country, first of all. Mm-hmm. And second of all, is degrading to people and might offend somebody that I'm sending it to, white or black. Absolutely. Yeah. Go ahead. It's just stupid. Well, yeah, I mean, it. It was definitely an extreme comment. I don't know why that's one of the first things you think. You know, it's kind of like, what does that say about you? I'll tell you what it says. It says something that I looked away from for for a while now. Mm. It says who you really are. What you say? Huh? You Holly? just said you was, I was going to wait really for everybody. Are, Holly? Yeah, Go I was going to wait till everybody else finished what they had to say on that. But And I'm just going to keep it real. So to whoever getting ready to call in, call in or whatever. But the bottom line is to see T- Tim Scott out there, if you don't follow him and, and research him and things, he is a goofball. He looks like a goofball. He's a doofus. And he looked like he all he had to do on a couple of, when he did that thing with Trump at the podium, all he had to do was, eyes of love, you, you know, he, that's all he would have had to do if you don't know the full history of it. And most people don't know the full history of what he's done or what he does or whatever. He ain't my dude, but I'm just saying the dude is a very accomplished. He's done it. He moved into some some areas that a lot of people couldn't get into. He's got some things going on, which is great. But the reality of it is that you and for some people that don't understand, he's still black and he's still going to be scrutinized differently. And that people have when they when they see this kind of stuff happen. Uh, you can't let, for lack of a better way to say that, you can't let white folks think that it's all right. No, it's not all right. You can't. You can't do that. And and what it, what has happened there? Because some people are like, hey, well, you know, I got all my friends are black, and I got that. Don't give you no card. Yeah, we have a special card that you can get to, to, to possibly do that, but we don't give them out like that. And you have to be able to accept that we are that there's differences here that have not been reconciled yet. And I'm talking about black and white mm-hmm. and it's not that time. It, it, it hasn't, it hasn't made that time yet. Uh, I would have probably giggled at seeing that text to a certain degree, but, but again, knowing who you saw, who you, who was sending it to you, then, you know, I, I definitely had a conversation. I'd be, Hey, look, bro, let me explain some, you know, I'd, I'd break it down. And just and and talk to them about it, and hopefully they won't get offended. Because if you get offended, then that means it meant something different to you. Uh, but but As, see, that's the interesting point part, right? I think I kind of said something about it in passing, didn't really go into detail. But I think I need to go into detail. You follow me? Like, come on, dude, what are you doing, right? Mm-hmm. Man, I think I need to go into detail. I think I need to, if I can. But 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 my problem is. Uh, You've been thinking about that for a while, right? Yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I know. Well, I know. Some, to draft a text, too. yeah, I know. And some, he said it to somebody else, too. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. That's the problem, guys. And See, I, what I would have done was I'd have, I'd have wait till I got around a bunch of us and read it and been like, "Yeah, remember this text right here you sent me," <laughs> and then just read it out loud and watch his face because then because it'll it'll tell you something about it because either he'll go into panic mode. Or he'll want to get out of there as fast as he possibly could. 
because he he knows that there was something he he's testing his to me it's like he's testing your friendship or he's felt like you guys have talked that way before no 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 like he, he, he would immediately yeah. say you know i'm just kidding right, right. Yeah, yeah. he felt like he got comfortable yeah, without saying yeah no no yeah. I, I, listen he, he, to me this, this is an ideologue who is so committed to his mindset that that uh you you got to understand there are people out here who are looking at society differently. And I talk to a lot of people. Gonzo's with me a lot. We talk. You know the circle we run in, right, Gonzo? Mm. People from all walks of life, from all levels yeah. of finance, right? Yeah. And what they all seem to have in common is they know how to respect boundaries. You follow me? We come in, you know, boom, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the problem is this gentleman has continued to attempt to debate about political ideology with me. Mm. And again, uh, with all due respect, sir, uh, you can't do that. You're committed to a whole bunch of other things deeper than your ideology. Also, Another thing that we pass on often in, in, in male environments is this is also somebody who says often that he you know how he doesn't believe in Jesus Christ, right? Mm. Oh, well, you, you hold on, you, wait, wait. wait. And, and, and I yeah, looked the go. other way on that a couple of times, right? Because he says it at kind of inappropriate times. We can be talking about you know religion. I, I don't believe in that. Maybe there is a class that someone can teach. To get people to understand what's inappropriate in certain environments. I think uh, it comes down to what you were saying earlier where you just catch the ass whooping and maybe you learn then. Yeah. There you go. But you're maybe, sitting around. He hasn't learned from You're experience. sitting around with a bunch of black folk, most of which, yeah. all of which are Christians. A lot of right? the time, too. Like, uh -huh. yeah. You've been there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We talk about all religion. All the time. We talk about politics. We talk about religion, right? Yeah. And whatever. you know who's in the room. Right. God-fearing people. Automatic. Okay? And you blurt out, in the midst of some God-fearing people, He did, it was recently. I don't know if I believe. I don't believe in God. Ain't no God. Ooh. And, again, I'm like, okay, at some point, somebody's got to say something. Right. So I decided, right here on the Don Miller Show this morning, to say something. How do we how do we address this? Give us a call, 321-339-105. How do I address it, right? Because the undertones... his friendship to you. The un, it, I don't think it's valuable at all, right? Well, I like my white smart. I'm just telling wow. you, I don't mean no harm, man. Really what if I said that about black people? <laughs> I mean, seriously, do we say that? I don't know if that would slide. I'll take it out. You know it's different things y'all can say and we can say. Come on now. What is the model of this show, y'all? Listen, laugh, and learn. But I did. Yeah. I said it and I repeat it for the people in yeah. the back. You hear? Yeah. I like my whites, like I like my blacks, smart. Oh, yeah, I, yeah, I yeah. want to be around smart people. Well, that's, a, that's what I say all okay. the time. Okay. How much of your care. compassion capital are you willing to give this guy? That's the point. That's what I'm asking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because otherwise you're just like, ah, eh, he's a fool uh, and you uh, move on. Yeah, but again, uh, I, I think somebody should save him. And I want to save this guy. He's For a great sake. dude. He's a so really say, good yeah. dude. How old is he? Oh, uh, it's mid fifties. Mid fifties. Yeah. Mm, it might be too late. 
Oh, he might have to have that tragic situation first. Miracles can happen. Yeah, okay. Yeah. But, 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 I'll learn tricks. Uh, no, I, I, you know what's funny is uh, I, I see it a lot. The other day, this is why I, it, this became a show this morning, yesterday. I run into this lady who starts talking to me about what the black community is going through. I'm going to stop right there. Is this a white lady? Yes. <laughs> so obvious. Oh, you know, I'm just looking at what the black... Let me tell you <laughs> I'm just looking at what the black... I'm sitting there by myself. Uh, yeah. I want to shout out my friend. I love this dude. This is my brother. He's not my friend. Robbie Jones. I love you, man. I mean that, bro. And Robbie Jones created a smoke table at his business established just so people can get away uh from the other crowd and have a stick and just some people just want to chill. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Holly, you know Robbie Jones. He's family. Yeah, 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 so, good guy. Yeah, Great we, guy. We love Robbie. And so I'm sitting here by myself, just get off the air. I'm smoking a cigar, having a, a glass of wine, and she stops me and was like, hey, how you the radio guy? I was like, yes, ma'am. Uh, he never heard the damn show for show. And she just decides to go on and on about what – is the problem in the black community and that if we don't get behind Joe Biden, uh, that Donald Trump is going to send troops into the black community. And she's been helping at the homeless shelter for about 20 years. Mm. And that before her husband died, uh, they went down and gave clothes to the poor black kids. And she just knows what it's going to take. It's going to take family. It's yeah. going to take a mother and a father in the house. Stop that damn music right there. <laughs> Conservative values, but she wants to get behind Biden. But, but listen to me, right? So not only did she not watch the radio, or she isn't listening to the radio show, she hasn't been paying attention for the last three years in general. She had not been in the black community for real. If you think mothers and fathers are going to be the way to save these kids, right? <laughs> That's true. Ain't no damn mothers, and some may no fathers in a lot of instances, right? So, again... How do we move forward so that we won't have to hurt nobody's feelings or insult them and tell them to get away from the damn table? I, I think it's gotten to the point where you just got to hurt their feelings. Let's go to the phone lines. Hey, you on the Don Miller Show. What's your name? Where are you joining us from? Hey, hello? They didn't put the call on hold. I'm talking to somebody. Yeah, else. he ain't ready. Uh, but, but think about this, right? I think there should be a dialogue. I want you to jump in on it with us today. No matter where you're calling from, uh, I, I've noticed this different up north. This doesn't happen much up north. It happens a lot more in the South, Holly, especially in Florida, uh, when you see the growth of the of this this whole mindset and certain environments. It's like, but she's standing there, and I'm like looking at her like, ma'am. And I, that's why now I put my earbuds in. If I ain't talking to nobody. I got earbuds in because I can at least be like, yeah. you know, go on, leave me alone. But yeah, the fact is, the old, I'm on the phone. Yeah, she, Holly, yeah. she was just going on and on. And, you know, the babies are dying and they're, you know. And yeah, yeah, but see, I would have fixed her because, I mean, she's she's one of those woke people that you talk about. Uh, I don't have time when I'm when I'm chilling. I'm chilling. I don't have time for it. I. I'd have done one exactly. of those. I'd have said something that just threw her off so bad that she would want to walk away. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I, mm -hmm. I mean, I listened to her for a second, and I'd realize that okay, I can't even do this for a long time. Then I was, I'd say something, you know, pretty much off the wall, like I, 
you know, I'm having some problems with my with my erection. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's what you, you got to fight too. craziness. Well, yeah. Say too, Holly, yeah. Say yeah. That again. yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm having problems with my erection. <laughs> and then she'd give me that look. She'd be like, and then what do you mean? And I'd be like, that's and, what I and, mean. And, <laughs> and, and, oh, and, then, and then I'd look down and just try to ignore because. I mean, people, don't get me wrong, man. I think everybody can provide something for everybody. Some kind of where, you know, mm -hmm. they could say something or you could get a bit of wisdom from them. But I don't have time to go through all of them. Mm -hmm. So I'll just take the ones that I know, mm -hmm. you know, because you get to a certain age, you, you start, you start, you feel like you're wasting time, <laughs> yeah. you know, and it's like, is this worth me helping? Eh, I can't be, I can't be that special person to everybody. And I, I, I don't need to hear all of the wokeness in people's minds now that when they talking about it, but they ain't doing nothing about it. You, you Do know, something about it. You know, it's funny. You just said that uh, because you said you look down, you tell her you've been having problems with your erection. You got to understand. Then she goes from the woke white lady to the Karen and says, he just sexually harassed me. Excellent. There's a, there's a thin line between woke and Karen. And then that's when you well, go, he, hey, let's check out this phone call. Yeah. Well, she'd have to go. Hey, you, you're on the Don Miller show. What's your name? Where are you joining us from? Uh, Hello. This is Steve. Hey, Steve. How you doing, man? What's up? I call him back again from the panhandle. This is Dominican Steve. Hey, Dominican Steve from the panhandle. <laughs> Yeah, I, I talked to you twice already. One time I told you I went to Chicago, Moody Bible Institute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I went back down to Dominican Republic and uh, uh, with my friends down there, and my dad was a missionary, and I had heroes that were black pastors, you know, Dominican pastors, mm -hmm. more Latino culture, but mm -hmm. skin color didn't really matter. I mean, I had people that pastors could, you know, preach a lot better than me, and I learned a lot from them. And I don't understand what what the, when you started to show off this morning, someone saying something like that is ridiculous, asinine, and stupid. Mm -hmm. And uh, um, but there are people in, especially in, in Congress right now, that are stupid. No matter, regardless of skin color, absolutely say stupid things. You know, like the islands tipping over, and and then he got the. Uh, one uh, Latina there, you know who I'm talking about. <laughs> she, uh, she, she claiming y'all now. She's claiming Latino. Yeah. Yo, are y'all claiming her? Cause she, ain't, she white as snow. Alejandro Cortez, yeah, the bartender. Yeah, she bartender's you know, slow, I, I'm man. A white man is caught between a Latina culture <laughs> and everything, and I don't really give a damn about the stupid people. I go by their character. Absolutely. And if they're stupid, they're stupid. What and and, and uh, Tim <laughs> Scott's one of my favorite senators. Mm -hmm. I don't understand the problem. Uh, you know, there, he's up there. He's all excited. But what? There is no problem. Thank you, my friend. There is no problem, and that's the problem. <laughs> okay, <laughs> it's a problem when you already have something in yeah. your heart. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Let's be clear. See, I think uh, this pro the problem with many of these people uh, is your heart and it's your surface. You can look at somebody's surface and yeah, hey, their heart mm -hmm. can be totally different, mm -hmm. and there are triggers and things that lure the heart. In the open. Yeah. All right? What you feel deeply inside manifests itself. And, mm -hmm. and all of this is brought on by triggers. I want to check out some open mics. Hey, let's go to hey, open mics. Gang, gang, PA. Hey, I got to apologize on behalf of white people everywhere. We're not all as ignorant as this guy was to you. Um, Tim Scott <laughs> is a very intelligent man. He's done a lot. 
And I could see it coming down to two people as Trump's VP, Scott and Kerry Lake. And that's the end of the story. That's how I feel. God bless. Have a good day, guys. Hey, what's up, Don Miller? Holly Holliman, Stedman, LP, Gonzo, Sparky352. Yeah, I learned three things already this morning. Number one, don't say the N-word. Number two, don't say you don't believe in God in front of the black folk that are religious. And number three, Donald Trump's going to go to the black communities and arrest everybody. No, wait a minute. I already knew all three of those things. <laughs> hey, oh, wow. Wow. You know, sometimes, you know, you don't want to be rude to people and just be like, hey, mind your business. But, you know, unless you done been through that struggle, dealt with they dealing with, you know, firsthand, not off of some you've been watching and some somebody done told you unless you didn't actually been through something that goes for anything man you can't tell nobody what it's going to take or what you need to do and so forth and so on you know uh you're right about that uh and i just you know i, I wanted to have this conversation because uh how do we save these people and i'm gonna tell you they need really because you can get so comfortable i think and i've seen it happen when especially back in the day, Holly, I see I, I saw I'll never forget this. I saw this white kid, cool kid. He used to always come to the club, the black club. Cool kid, really cool kid. One night they were in there saying some rap songs, right? And he oh, like jumped no. in and he was like, right rhythm, right? It was a yeah. song, right? And he hit that wrong word and somebody knocked him out. Mm. And he couldn't understand why he got hit in the mouth. He got hit in the mouth because there, you just got to understand culturally, right? And I don't like the word. Please understand. I don't think anybody should use the word, right? But it's the word. It's a word that exists. And it exists from a really negative scenario. So my point is, I just think you got to just be, you got to be careful. I think when you look at black pe people as a monolith, like we're all the same, they're all is in this box, then, then that's a level of racism. Mm, yeah. And I take that with offense, okay? When you look at me and think I'm just like everybody else, okay? Yeah. Nobody looks at white people and say that, or Jewish people. They're so diverse. Or, 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 or Latino people. Nobody's like, oh, yeah, because he's Latino, then that means he eats watermelon. You yeah. know what I mean? No, and I think we have to be careful, especially when we verbalize it. Mm. Okay? It's one thing. You Look, we think, we talked about this on the show yesterday uh, that we I profile. My grandma profile, D'Amico's grandma profile. Holly, I guarantee you, some of their, you know, we, this, oh, yeah. this is how we come from it, right? I, I told the story yesterday. I met a girl years ago when I was really young, in my 20s, and I took her to meet my mama. And my mom called me in the kitchen and said, why you got that tramp in my house? And I'm like, she was like, don't bring that tramp back over here. And I'm like, she ain't no tramp. Why are you tripping, right? Come to find out. <laughs> they know. She was a tramp. Lord. Right? Yeah. So it's like, where did you read this? Like, how, <laughs> yeah, did you know? how do you know this, right? <laughs> yeah. So I think profiling is a part of it, but you got to know the box you're in. You got to have the uh, experience, too. And you got to you know? kind of just read the room. I think yeah. reading the room is the game changer. Read the damn room. Yeah. And you're never that close to a person 
we're say, saying certain words. You got to know the trigger word in every culture. There's one trigger word for the most part. In every ethnicity, there's a trigger word that you can't say over here or over here, or you might get hit in the mouth. Mm. We'll be back in a moment. We are strong, and we'll get through this together. But these are stressful times. Reach out to someone, connect with your friends, and know that you are not alone. Visit wearebroadcasters.com slash hope. Furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. A veteran's hope. Where are you hiding? I search for you in the seconds. The minutes of each and every day. Hear me as I call out to you. Take my hand. Lift me up as I lift up others. Welcome me home, father, mother, sister, brother, son, daughter. Hear us now. Alone we stood, divided we fell, no longer. Now we choose to make the connection. Our new mission lies within. Visit maketheconnection.net to learn more. Back to the Don Miller Show on Florida Man Radio. They call it Stormy Monday. That's exactly what they call it. Hmm. Thank you so much, everybody. Welcome back to the Don Miller Show. Great conversation, of course. Feel free to pop right in. Three, two, one. Good music. Two, nine, five. I mean, three, two, one, three, three, nine. <laughs> what happened? Yeah, you have a hard time right now. <laughs> three two one three three nine one zero five five is the number to dial, or drop us an open mic uh, at the App Store. Um, a couple of things I wanted to—I want to kind of—I've been getting a couple of messages of people saying, you know, uh, Don, why didn't you go off, or why didn't you, 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 there's there's a time for everything, right? And I, I and I'm the kind of guy will go off. I will I will say something, but I think. In conversations like this, I think you, there, there's nothing more important than to address it calmly. Mm-hmm. Because if you're not calm, th- 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 this person may never understand the message, right? And so we joke about somebody saying the wrong thing, getting hit in the mouth. Uh, I don't condone that behavior. But there are going to be people who get offended at different levels. Mm-hmm. and so and It's and bound to happen. It's bound to happen. So just be careful what you say. Uh, read the room. Get a better understanding of, of what is hurtful to people. See, I think that's one of the problems. I don't think people know what's hurtful to other people, you know. And so um, even, even with Martin, I mean, LP, you know, I punch LP, but I know there are certain things I can't punch LP with. Now, Just like today, yeah. give you an example. He brought everybody nice cup of coffee. What you call this stuff? Uh, Cappuccinos. Whatever you call it. Now, they know Cappuccinos. <laughs> it's Cappuccino. Right? Cappuccinos. See, okay. He that went out here and bought everybody a Cappuccino. Oh, wow. right? That's the point. <laughs> so he means well. I don't care what it's called. It's good. Yeah, he means well from his heart. He bought us Cappuccinos, yeah, right? But guess what else? He forgot his phone two minutes before we go on the air with all his information on it. You see what happened was. 
But it happened when I was I was in a rush. I saw it and then and then I didn't see it and then mm -hmm. I got here and then it wasn't with me. Okay, again. Thank you so much, but that's what I'm talking about. I won't. I will punch him on something. That's my dude, though. I know it's hard. I know it's hard. But we yeah. will hold a show up for him to get his life together just because we love him, okay? And we will not. We, we want him to be all right. Yeah, right? just a little bit. He, I, had a, I had a run. I, I can okay. run now. Okay. Yeah, thank you again. <laughs> uh, uh, and I just sent that over to you. But let me, let me just say, so I want to address something. I watched an egregious moment uh, the other day when I watched five or six or however many it was migrants, illegal migrants, beat a police officer up in New York, right? And yeah, you're talking about the, the it was two police officers. I so think. yeah, yeah. They, I, I watched yeah. these migrants, these illegals, right, mm -hmm. attack these police officers. Like really, it was ugly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And for a number of reasons, I want to ask the question: uh, What do we do with these migrants, these illegals, these criminals who were criminals before they were criminals? Right? They were criminals before this incident happened. Mm -hmm. What do we do with them? And why didn't these cops just shoot these fools? Thanks. You're getting a beat down like that, and you got a firearm on you. Holly, help me, man. Mm. Huh? Well, uh, I did watch a video mm -hmm. of it, and um, I probably would have fired on it myself. Yeah, absolutely. Like, that's, man, that's, that's my that's, point. That's right. my personality. Yeah. yeah. But uh, they, I, I think they were in shock that these guys decided to just start kicking them to sleep. You know, I, I mean, I watched like multiple people just come up and just kick them and stuff like that. But I'm like, y'all need to get control of y'all situation. And I think one warning shot can do that. <laughs> I think part of it's like just the constant, like almost brainwashing, too, because you've seen what happens in the past where like cops get accused for. Right, Holly. You know, because I could see the I could see the trigger happy. Sort I, mean, of saying, I could know? see the story like, right now yeah. that a cop exactly. shoots an illegal migrant and kills this dude for beating him. Mm -hmm. And then the cop becomes the bad guy. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I'm going to tell you this. Either you, you could take that beating, but I would have had to go with my chances as far as the court go. I would have emptied. I would have emptied him. I would have shot the first one and shot and everybody didn't step back. They, the, the closer you are, the next you are in line. But the sentiment, guys, for these illegals is so already overwhelming. Right. Well, two, they're being held at a higher standard. Been, yeah, Holly, the, that cop would have shot one of them idiots. Man, they'd have, man, they everybody, all these people would have went after them cops. How dare you? They're just uh -huh. looking for a better life with exactly. that bush, that curveball, right? I don't know. They'd have shot him with that first two shots. Everybody else would have ran the other way. That's what I think. But again, the cop gets like in I trouble say, for shooting the criminal. Well, the, yeah, the, the, I, I, the normal people will see it and be like, yeah, it makes sense. And then the news will take it and go, I cannot believe that these guys shot yeah, them. Well, like, you know. And one of, the, one of the migrant criminals would have had a family of three somewhere sleeping in a tent yeah. in Manhattan. Lord. You know? Oh, my God. He was just trying to get back to his family who came over the border. And, right, look, well, I saw the but, video. Yeah, yeah. I, right, me I too. I saw the video. He was guilty. The many, people that kicked him were guilty. Facts. And yeah. how many and how many years would we uh, as citizens would have gotten for that? Oh gosh. How, how how long in prison do you think we would have gotten for just jumping two police First officers? First of all, wait. And the thing was, they only had them come to court. They had them come to court and let them out same day. Same day. Okay. Okay. They got out same day. Sanctuary City, baby boy. Let me just say this. So now the governor Kathy Hochul uh, is suggest deporting the mob of migrants who pounded the cops and. There is pushback 
from people that saying she should not deport them. Whoa, 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 whoa. But literally, you got to listen, guys, right? If you don't see the curveball coming, mm-hmm. we are living in the great replacement, okay? These 8, 10 million people coming over this border are here to replace some other people and p- replace them politically mm-hmm. and economically and a whole bunch of other boxes going to be checked because these dudes should be on no bond status. Facts. Or high bond, right? Where they at, Holly? They home. <laughs> in the tent. In the yeah. tent. That, in in yeah. the tent. They, they in our home. They be, right. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. man. See, again, why, why is there even a consideration from the governor of New York saying, uh, we may have to do, I, would, I, would, I think we should deport them. You think? You should have put them in a truck with no. They should have left that day. <laughs> right. In a refrigeration truck. Let's see who can last till you get yeah, to the they border. Kicking police, they kicking police officers. Now, mind you, they might have been some fire police officers. I don't know all of that. But if they're law enforcement, and you kick your law enforcement, and you ain't supposed to be here. Facts. Well, yeah, they're not involved, you know? Like, yeah. yeah you, but that's, not, that says it, Holly. You said it. They out here clowning, mm-hmm. and they ain't supposed to be here. Yeah. yeah. They yeah. are illegal being illegal. Lord. Oh, so these are the ones huh? that are, these are the ones illegal that are committing crimes. Illegal. What do we do about them? Uh, these are the ones that apparently, we... apparently you know coming here illegally is not a crime. It is. Well, some say uh-huh. so. Well, these it, are the it's ones not a crime as we open the them. gate. <laughs> well, I, yeah, it's still a crime legally, but I see what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah. but again, the fact that there has to be some thought on how to handle these fools, right? It should be you know. I, I got no brainer. Yeah. I got an idea. Trump said it, and I know it may not be. I know it may not be, you know, politically correct. But I'm for that mass deportation. I'm for that mass deportation. If you if you're here with an asylum claim that has not been vetted yet, go back to go back to uh, Mexico as the safe space. At what they call it, the um, the first the first safe country act. Bring that back as fast as possible because we yeah, like you said, Don, it's a great replacement, ain't it? Yes, a hundred percent. But but again, I'm just amazed that the governor of this state, right? It's got to figure out what to do with these four goofballs, right? And I'm telling you, they, they knew what they were doing. Mm. There was no, they, no angst on their face. They, we're beating law enforcement, right? Yeah. We're kicking cops. And they were all POSs who shouldn't even be here. But now we got to figure out what to do with them. That is well, nonsense. The, the thing was, too, that there were, there were at least, I think, four to six more that mm. they still have to go find. <sighs> Wait, 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 wait. There's four. Wait, you said four or six more. Four to six more people that were that were involved in that. Okay, now that, let me just show that this. They've got to find. I want you because I don't want anybody to think I'm making this up. Mm-hmm. When the guy left court, Gonzo, what did he do to the camera? He's flicking off the camera with he, both his hands, he, with his middle fingers. Middle He's finger, the guy who shouldn't be here. Yeah. He should be broken. Okay, he's saying his name you know, is Boda. Screw y'all. I got out. Yeah, yeah, y'all can't yeah. Touch me. So he shouldn't be here. He went to court, right, and got out for uh, uh, for battery on a Leo, right? Mm-hmm. Significant battery on a Leo. Gets out of court, the guy who shouldn't be here, and throws up his middle finger to the cameras. Come on, y'all, for real. This is what we doing. And his name is Juan Boda. He's twenty two. If y'all know him, go whoop his ass. Facts. Okay. He don't <laughs> Holly. Who walks out of court? Knowing they even shouldn't even be here. Yeah. Like, hi, I got y'all. I'm looking for the next police officer. The problem officer. is if someone whoops them, they're probably going to jail. <laughs> right. That's, that's how messed Holly. up it is. Uh, it's, I've, you he know, walks I've worked out in of the, court in and the, he throws the finger. People who live here don't do that. No. 
Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, but I, you know, I've, I've worked in the system before, and that's kind of how it happens. I mean, the the rude ones are just the rude ones. Mm-hmm. They're, they're going to do that. And uh, uh, but the bottom line on these, to me, is that you're not supposed to be here. Put him on the bus right then yeah. and send him where he need to go. Yeah. So I mean, you you should we should have to go through. Well, let's find out why he feels the way he feels or what, what no, no get, get on the bus put your, yeah put him on the bus uh, put him on it's tough put, living put him, in that tent no, put him just... in a taxi cab that was the dude put him in a taxi cab <laughs> yeah. one of them stinking ones put in, and then just send him all the way down there and drop him off outside the fence but, but, but again you're right they're gonna send these guys to look if you want to be in america we don't do that here facts mm-hmm. counselors and 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 why was your rage so significant at that moment yeah well, mm. it's hard. They Maybe live in a. Didn't understand. They live in a tent. You know, this is what was happens. that in Chicago? Was no, that in New Chicago? York? New York. Yeah, they New live York? in. They okay. live in a tent. You know, and yada yada. Come on. Well, they snuck. Because I'm like in. this. What they do is put the gangs in charge of their little areas. Yeah. Let the gangs be in charge. Just straighten up. Yeah. So that, I know that sounds kind of crazy, but we ain't got time to police them. To, to police all of these people that they're bringing in. They put them in them neighborhoods where the gang running that that neighborhood, mm-hmm. and just keep them in control. Facts. For, that, for a little bit till you fix till you can fix the situation. But right now we just we just really setting things up for us to have new gangs. Okay, and, and let me just say this too. Under the this theory that I mentioned a few minutes ago. Um, you're going to see more and more migrants treated better than Americans. Mm. This is why I'm telling people in the hood where they are dropping many of these migrants off, right? They have already moved above you. Those of you who've lived in these communities and worked in these communities and raised your children, the migrants come uh, with an executive elite card is what I call it. Mm. Just they're going to be treated differently. And if they are not, they're going to scream the I'm a migrant card, mm-hmm. which is also going to bring attention to them. And this is absolutely 100 percent about replacement and the, the, the nerve of them to send thousands of these people to the south side of Chicago, who's been begging for services for years or to Detroit, or to New York, and many of these poorer communities that's been begging for services for years. And Clean you, water. And, and you send migrants to these communities, and you accommodate them better than you've accommodated the citizens of these communities. Mm-hmm. L- let me tell you what happens in this, and you guys remember, that, remember I told you this. We may see a level of infighting mm-hmm. in these communities that we've never seen before. Yeah. Because the more, the, the greater this influx of people. Because, look, I can tell you right now, uh, I'll use Cincinnati and Chicago, places like that, for example. These black folk are ready to fight back. Mm-hmm. And there's going to be altercation with these people they're putting in their communities. Right. Then you really got a problem. Well, even people that don't live in these communities are getting pissed off. I mean, if you see what's happening in Texas right. and all the states that are sending National right. Guard to support them, right. they're pissed off too. Right. And they're saying this isn't right. We need right. to stop it right now. And and, and so, again, uh, we have something brewing inside of this country on the Texas border mm-hmm. as well as in, as in many of these communities all driven by this really bad immigration non-policy. Yeah, non-policy. You follow me? Yeah. This really bad immigration non-policy and the time that it takes to create a good conversation about immigration Mm. 
is being drawn out. Yeah. Where's the good conversation about immigration? Where is the town hall meeting on any of these networks to talk to the citizens of these communities about how this is affecting them? Mm. Why, where is the live broadcast on CNN from the south side of Chicago, the DuSable Museum, to bring these southsiders in to say what's happening, or in, in, in many of these smaller Texas communities across, on yeah. this border, and bring these people in and have a comp conversation how it's affecting their daily lives, right? Yeah. Because the American people, they don't care about them. No. It would make their agenda look bad. Absolutely. And their agenda, which they, the administration has admitted multiple times, is, oh, we just we need to be able to go over there to process them faster. Yeah. That's all they say. They're not trying to send them back or, you know, whatever. They're saying we need to process them faster. But, but again, under any other circumstances, especially in a presidential cycle, listen to this, guys. They have these random pop-up-ass town hall meetings. Right, Holly? Right. They go right. to these little towns and they pop up. Hey, we're in, you know, Kosciuszko, Mississippi. We want to hear what you think. Yeah. Okay? But you can't go to these cities where they're dropping these migrants mm. off at, that's actually ruining some of these communities and talk to these people because it goes against what this, they want this to look a certain well, way. Well, you're going to learn yeah. too much about the truth of what's actually going on. It, you're going to really learn a lot yeah. about the truth. So, <clears throat> so when I say when I say this, guys, and I need you to hear me, that, who, that the media is a part of this, could, could anybody concur with me on that? Because where is the town hall meeting? Yeah. Where is the town hall meeting? The live meeting, yeah. right? Come on, Holly. Where's the live meeting that we can go in some of these communities and get the feelings of these people? Because I'm hearing that most Americans are okay with this. Just who? Huh? Anybody who? say that? Huh? I have not ever, okay, met anybody that was okay with this. Okay. There's no party conversation. But I'm hearing through these people up here mm. on this TV oh, yeah, that yeah. most Americans are they're okay with this. No, they're not. Go ask them. Why would you be though? You can't you can't there's no logical explanation of Go why ask them, okay Holly. Go ask yeah. these people. Let's go yeah. to these communities, okay? Let's go to Laredo and Brownsville and ask these people, Brownsville, Texas, and Laredo, Texas, that live up against this line, mm. how is it affecting your community? How yeah, you, you're hearing very little of, of any of that information coming out. Right. And uh it's I mean, the whole propaganda of, of of the news and mm -hmm. it's it's just it's what it is i mean you, you want to try to find the truth uh and, and there's no one you can't say it's the truth that people are saying hey we don't mind these people coming over here and taking our job taking our resources <laughs> and doing all these things <laughs> and have not put any have not put anything in yet you know that that that's the that's the issue there and if you look at a lot of the people coming in there's a couple where you see a a a little lady with you know like two kids or something but most of them are able bodied men mm -hmm. there there are a lot of men that are coming in and that's not necessarily a good situation if you don't know their background a, a lot of chinese as well yeah yeah a lot of yeah like i said a lot of of able bodied men and they're uh, it, it's and, and they're getting resources immediately. But 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 the interesting thing again, and it goes back to something as simple: when if I turn on the TV, I kind of am more concerned with that than a lot of the stuff that's being shared. A lot of it is weapons of mass distraction, mm -hmm. right? But let's do a town hall meeting in Rio Grande City or in El Paso. And ask the people of Rio Grande City, El Paso, Presidio. Let's ask these people, mm -hmm. how is this influx of other people affecting your daily lives living in this border city? And I can promise you 
they're saying, please help. Mm-hmm. And if we aren't saying, well, why aren't we seeing more of this? Because this is a controlled scenario. I promise you, we're not seeing it because it's by design. It's by design. It's the great replacement. And so we got to be cognizant, right? Listen to this. I want you guys to hear me on this. There are more working age men who have come across this border Mm -hmm. in the last seven years than black men that fled the North and fled Jim Crow in a 17 year period. Mm -hmm. Hmm? Think about what I'm saying. Yeah. In the 17, 18 year period, there was about 4.7 million black men, hmm. 3.7 million that fled Alabama, Mississippi, fleeing Jim Crow, hmm. Chicago, Detroit, up north. All right. There are more men. So guess what, guys? This is what people don't understand. A lot of these guys are leaving their families coming to America. Right. Okay. There is a plan here. A lot of these guys are leaving their families coming to America. Hmm. For what? You want a better life? Well, you're going to send for your family? Mm-hmm. This is by design. Yeah. They're going to get their footing. Uh, as, as we used to say growing up, man, as soon as I get, uh, soon as I get on my feet, Holly. <laughs> you know what I mean? And yeah. what happens is we saw this in the great migration. A lot of guys left, Holly, and say, I'm sending for y'all as soon as I get on my feet. Mm-hmm. And they come here and they start a whole new family. And this cycle begins to continue, right? This is the great replacement. And we have to be cognizant. There's a reason why we're not turning our TVs on, seeing this conversation every day. Mm -hmm. And thanks to all those people who are going to the border, that we need to address the border issue. I know there are people like, oh, Don, you're wasting your time. No, I'm not. I'm telling you, because until it comes to a community near you, See, the problem is we are we so many of us live insulated. Yeah. We don't live in these cities that they call sanctuary environments. It's right? not happening to me. Until it comes to a community near you, yeah. then you're gonna realize that this thing is gonna be it's like a disease, guys. But at that I point am it's telling too late. You. Huh? Yeah. It's too late at that point. That's, yes. When that, it comes to your community. And and down to that point as well, the um the FBI has already confirmed that this is a national security threat as well. Um, they stated that um since they there's so many gotaways as well that uh, from China, from Russia, from all of our adversaries, they're all sending what they call sales through. So they've already caught terrorists. Now, of course, they've already caught I think uh, several hundred terrorists, mm-hmm. and it only took 19 of them to take down. You feel me? Nine eleven. But, but but again, guys. We got to pay attention to this. I know they're telling us uh, nothing to see here. Mm-hmm. It see, is yeah. a lot to yeah. see here. Yeah. And uh, to to people who, again, is so we have become so arrogant, Gonzo, and so pompous in our engagement that it's not our problem till it get up on us. Right. Mm. And I'm telling you, when you're looking at these cities and these people complaining how these people are taking over their communities, Holly, okay. Until it get up on you, until it happened in Atlanta, until mm-hmm. think about this. Can you imagine, Holly, if the powers that be in Atlanta drop thirteen thousand migrants off in Atlanta, just boom? Yeah, that'd be a first of all, that'd be a mess. That that'd be a huge mess, especially in Atlanta. Atlanta, uh, right? But yeah, yeah. So it would be it would be crazy. The the thing that I think that people don't really look at on this is that. What they've done is allowing people to come in that really don't have resources to do the things they need to do, but they're going to come in and take jobs 
that some of the other that other people had because they'll be they'll work for less. And, and, they and they're draining the resources. Think about yeah. this, right? You, 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 they're draining the resources. Uh, they're getting the hook up, hook up immediately. Right. And when when they attach more people onto the resources, guess what? Uh, the, every city has a budget. Every jurisdiction, the, the counties have budgets, and these budgets are at, drawn up mm -hmm. uh, based on the census study of how many people live in this area and what these people need. Right. Now, you drop a whole bunch of more people, uh, that's going to and and allow them to attach themselves to this to this faucet, right? Because if they're allowed to get free food, free water, yeah, nothing free. There's no such job, thing as free free housing. There's no such thing well, as free. Somebody got to do is vote. Prepaid. That's yeah. what they get is prepaid. Huh? Prepaid. Prepaid. Pre <laughs> so the budget's gone because they're taking everything, money, whatever, right. but they're not putting it back into the system. And and, and and that's the plan. Yeah, that's the plan. And and I really want to spend a few more minutes on it because. Uh, uh, we're going to really go to break in a minute, but I want to. I want to just say, uh, I I hope that people start to see that this is a laid out plan. There's a reason why it's happening. There's a reason why it's yeah. not being covered. We're going to go to break. And we come back. You are listening to the Don Miller Show on Florida Man Radio. Stay with us. No matter who we are, or where we come from, we all experience difficulties in life. Military veterans know that sometimes it takes strength and determination to make it through. Whether it's obvious physical challenges or struggles on the inside, it takes strength to ask for help when you need it. I knew that I had to get support, not just for me, but for the sake of my wife and kids. Talking about it has helped me feel more like myself again. Honestly. It was hard to open up at first, but it's changed my life for the better. Learn how veterans like us have reached out for help and hear stories of strength and recovery at maketheconnection.net. Every year, Steve Faircal climbs the stairs at the John Hancock Center in Chicago, 94 floors to the top. It's called the hustle up the Hancock. It's hard to believe when you watch Steve today that a few years ago, his lungs were failing and he was fighting to survive. For eight hours a day, someone was pounding on my chest to try and keep my lungs clear. I honestly don't think I had more than a couple weeks to live. That's when Steve received the gift of life, a double lung transplant made possible by an organ donor. After I got my new lungs, I started started doing things that I had never been able to do. I never knew that breathing could feel this good. Steve climbs to honor his donor and to raise awareness for organ, eye, and tissue donation. Wouldn't you like that when you left this beautiful planet that you could save a few lives on your way out? It's an incredible gift. Imagine what you could make possible by leaving behind the gift of life. Learn more and sign up as an organ, eye, and tissue donor. Go to organdonor.gov. A message from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Health Resources and Services Administration. As a combat wounded veteran, I know how hard it is to come home and build a meaningful life. I'm LaToya Lucas, and I'm a veteran. When I was in Iraq, our vehicle was hit. A rocket propelled grenade exploded right under my seat. Traumatic brain injury, a fractured pelvis, severe burns. They didn't think I was going to make it. I had to learn to live with the scars, both visible and invisible. DAV helps veterans like LaToya get the benefits they've earned. They help more than a million veterans every year in 
life-changing ways. With DAV on my side, I was able to pursue my dreams. If my story can touch a heart, it can change a life. My victory is overcoming my wounds so I can help other veterans. LaToya Lucas, may your victories inspire many more. Support more victories for veterans. Go to DAV.org. WFYY HD3 Windermere, WXUS HD3, W266DY Donellan, WZLB Valparaiso, Florida Man Radio. Back to the Don Miller Show on Florida Man Radio. Holly. I hear you. Who is this? That's, that's, uh, that's BB. Yes. Go ahead, let him shine. That's what he's saying that with his eyes closed. Amen. Thank you so much, everybody. Welcome back to the Don Miller Show. Monday through Friday, right here on Florida Man Radio. Coming up, 3 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 Central. Uh, the Shannon Burke Radio Show, uh, right here on Florida Man Radio. And Mr. Burke is followed by Jesse Kelly in the morning, of course. Early in the morning, Bubble Love Sponge, right here all on Florida Man Radio. And Shannon Burke with Easy and Heather, the lovely and very talented Heather, uh, is a great opportunity for you to enjoy good conversation at 3 p.m., 2 p.m. Central. It's one of my favorite shows right here on the Florida Man Radio Network. Um, so the Secretary of Homeland Confusion, I mean security, <laughs> right, uh, is under fire. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have drawn up impeachment documents. And so where are they on that? Um, it just passed the uh, it just passed the house um, right well the uh, right now and it's going to go into a formal vote. Okay, uh, what's your thoughts on that, uh, Gonzo? Kicking Mallorcas down the road when they should have kicked him down the road. How long ago? Anybody remember? <laughs> That's what I was going to say. Yeah, is, why is, it why is this guy still here? <laughs> I mean, yeah. uh, the whole administration, especially this guy, it's been a complete and utter <sighs> disgrace. Especially Who, what? When it comes he to the must border. know something. I'm telling you, this yeah, guy. Yeah, he knows what his job is. No, nah, man. Yeah, dude. <laughs> like, this guy, how can you fail this miserably at your job and keep your job? R- right. Well, what we think his job is. But it, his, yeah. his job description has changed. It's called Homeland Security. Let's just do that. Okay? Right. All right? I think they changed the guidelines a little bit with this administration. <laughs> I think they <laughs> told him to do a complete 180. Like this guy, man. This guy is like, oh, I don't want this job. I'll be back Wednesday. Right? Yeah. Let everybody in until I come back. Like, <laughs> talking about a bad security guard. This guy yeah. is the worst security <laughs> guard of all time. Yeah. You know? And, and so now they've moved toward getting rid of him, but it's too late. They told him he's not head of security, he's head of promoting. He's actually a promoter <laughs> to try and get more of these guys in here. You know, like club promoters? Two for one, two for one, two for one special. Free food, free water, free yeah. housing. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. you two get uh, special treatment, beat up mm-hmm. cops, and nothing happens. Yeah. 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 Right. yeah. And they let you sit up close to the stage if you really come correct. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're also saying that um, one of the charges is that he willfully and systematically refused to comply with the federal immigration laws. Okay, we know that. So let's head over to the phone yeah. lines. Hey, you on the Don Miller Show. Where are you joining us from? What's your name? My name is Carl from Sanford, Florida. Hey, my friend. I've called you a couple times. That's got a great show. Um, I'm saying with all your power, why don't you give Joe Biden a call, Kamala Harris a call, 
and all these mayors of Chicago and New York and everything else and use your power that you have and solve this problem. It's a simple problem, so um, I was thinking you should use your powers to, mm -hmm. to solve the problem. Okay, I do. I agree with everything you say. So I got a lot of power. So you think I got that much power? I think you do. No. Nah. I think you do. Well, you know what? I, I appreciate you. Man radio. Yeah, I appreciate <laughs> you thinking I got power out there. But, uh, you know what? I, all the power. I, look, look, it takes all. It takes everything out of me. If you want to talk about power. To just get up and bring my ass in here and do a show, <laughs> so I don't have that kind of power. <laughs> but I, I want to thank you for listening, and uh, I thank you for feeling well, you good got about phone me. Numbers, don't you? You yeah. probably got all the. No, nah, I ain't got none of those. None of those numbers, my friend. <laughs> I got some numbers, but not those. Thank you so much. <laughs> thank you very much. Uh, yes, <laughs> Holly, come on. Man. Yeah, with your power, Doc. Yeah, uh, I got enough power to call all these people. I bring should impeach me you. Huh? <laughs> yeah, because I haven't done my job. Yeah, exactly. I need to be impeached. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I got that much power, and I have not acted on it. Impeach me now. <laughs> You're right. I, matter of fact, I'll just leave now. I'll talk to y'all Wednesday. But again, um, it's amazing how this whole conversation is laid out, right? Now, uh, breaking news, uh, General Austin is finally uh, taking questions. Uh, we have not really heard from the general since he got out of the hospital. He's at the podium right now in the yeah. Pentagon press room. Um, I've been watching that while we've been And he looks like here. he lost a little weight. And, yeah, he, he doesn't. He, he doesn't look as healthy as he normally looks. Right, absolutely, right. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. So, so I don't know what's going on, and nor would they tell us what's going on. Uh, but I wish, you know, I wish the best to the general. I hope he gets well. Uh, and again, if we paying attention, guys, you got to pay attention. Telling you right now, you know, the, 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 you got to pay attention. There's always another story going on. Uh, no matter what they present to us, uh, feel right. free to call us three two one. 339-1055 is the number to dial. Or drop us an open mic. Let's check out some open mics real quick. We got any more? Oh, not yet. You're working on it. Okay. Yeah. okay. Has that general let's, ever smiled? Uh, let's check out some open mics. Generals aren't supposed to smile. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, generals aren't supposed to smile. I don't, I don't want to smile. I don't want a smiling general. Okay? <laughs> if your general in a crisis time... Comes up to the mic grinning. It's a wrap. It's over. Okay, we're in the last. We're in the last minutes. Hey, let's go check out some open mics. Thanks, Holly. I'm gonna use that line the next time somebody comes up to me and starts shooting that woke babble. I'm gonna throw that out there. I appreciate it. Listen, laugh, and learn, baby. Listen, laugh, and learn. Oh, wow. Mr. Don Miller, I can speak for all Latinos. We love watermelon too. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Wow. We've been taught by the media and our ancestors to profile people based on their color of their skin, their ethnicity, uh, their religious beliefs. And this is all based on stupidity. Uh, I am someone who does not ever see color or ethnicity as a problem. We're all the same to me. And I just blame it on bad education. Okay, okay. Uh, let me just say this. Pause real quick. Uh, I'm glad he said he doesn't see color as a problem for him. Because had he said he doesn't mm -hmm. see color, I want to tell a lot of people this. That's offensive, too. <laughs> <laughs> nah, Stedman, that's offensive. White folk, 
you got to take that out the vocabulary, yeah. out of the words. You can't. I don't see color. Just say I don't see color as a negative to me. Right. Don't just pe- don't issue. put a period after I don't see color. We all see color, guys. Mm. Unless, you're color color, unless you're colorblind now that's when you can say yeah. the fact <laughs> no is, i literally don't see color guys like, <laughs> the fact is that's another uh no 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 don't do that again and I, i've heard people do hey well you know i don't see color well, yeah it's do. a lie too yeah you, know, you do like, okay you know, the grass is green the sky is blue right I, and and and, and <laughs> i color. see color and again i've reiterated time and time again what makes me uncomfortable uh, people make there are people who look a certain way that make me uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. There are people who look a say, certain color that make me uncomfortable. There are people who are dressed to say certain way that make me uncomfortable. Well, like profiling, like you were talking Absolutely, about earlier. Man. So we all profile. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we it's learning from past experiences saying, okay, the mm-hmm. last three guys that looked like that robbed me. <laughs> right. <laughs> robbed me. You right. Know, yeah. Yeah. So, no. recognition. It's just, it's natural. It's yeah. natural. But no, you can't put everybody in a box. Yeah, you can. Yeah, you damn sure <laughs> can. Anybody who say that again, that's inappropriate as well. If you come from what well, me and Holly have been through, uh, there's some people you can can put in the box Just a little bit. Uh, based yeah. on the first thing they say to you yeah yeah and a lot of people don't understand it and it's, it's weird but in our lifetime we've experienced uh a d- segregation we've we've seen these things actually happen so younger people can say oh i've seen it they've seen it in vi- videos and that we lived a lot of this i mean i remember i remember my parents coming home telling us what we can do and where we can't go and what those are things that were real for us most of the younger people don't haven't had that experience so they can't they they can't say the same things we can say because like i said there were places and i know don knows this there's certain sides of town you don't go on right you don't go there you get out of there before it gets dark and things like that and those things are still real i mean it it, it, we we want to say we're past it but those things are still real to us yeah. Uh, I, I I remember like Claremont. Claremont was one of those places you you had to be particular about what time you left and what time you got back. Sundown. Yeah. You, you, yeah. You know, it goes back to a conversation. Uh, one of my good buddies, uh, great 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 buddies, um, had a conversation many years ago, and we were sitting having a beer, and he said, "Well, Don, you know, it's uh, I think it's that time." And I was like, "What?" He said. You know, his son, he says, yeah, she's turning. Time to head on back. He's, no, 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 listen. He said he's turning uh, 15, and I think it's time to have that talk. Well, he's turning 13. I think it's time to have that talk. And I'm like, oh, really? You're going to have a talk with him? He said, yeah, it's time to have a talk. And then he starts to tell me about the talk. Talk is about girls. And when I had the talk, my talk was about safety. And every young black man that mm. comes from any level of structure in a family, in our era, Holly, we had to talk, right? Uh, be respectful. Don't, you know, if the police stop you, you know, blah, 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 blah. That was a different talk. Mm. Our talk was different than their that talk, right? Because, again, there are situations that are different. And so when you say, I'm telling my talk was, uh, look wrong folks in the eye, especially law, the law enforcement talk to you, you know, look them in the eye, answer yes, sir, no, sir, you know, boom, boom, boom. That was a talk. Yeah. If you see so-and-so, then go the other way. That's the talk, right? Don't hang around with these people right here. If you, if you, that's the talk, right? That was the talk we got, right, Holly? Yeah. We got to talk yeah. so that we could live to see another day. Mm. And unless you come from an environment where your talk early on, your earliest talk, 
was to live to see another day. Then you recognize just how difficult that era was. Mm -hmm. And and I think kids now, they don't got to get to talk. You can tell they ain't getting to talk because they're blowing up at everybody, (laughs) right? They get shot in the face every day. They get real comfortable. They get right. They they have no respect. My talk was so that I could come home to my mama. She said, baby, this is what I need you to do, baby. I need you to pay attention and pay attention to your surroundings. Don't get in the car with them boys. You don't know them boys like Mm -hmm. that. And if the police stop you, yes, sir, no, sir, you tell them where you live. Okay? And you look them straight in the eye. Don't be putting your head down. Yeah. Okay? Don't reach for nothing. Yeah. Now, when I went to Mississippi, the talk was, don't look no man in the eye. Put your head, don't white men say something to you? Put your head down and just answer them. Don't be looking at them, you know. Don't don't look at don't, don't look at no white woman. And I was a young kid then, right? Mm. This what I, this is after, you know, this is after what happened to Emmett Till, mm-hmm. okay? And the point I make is this, man: the talk. So there's certain things that exist now that these kids have no idea what what yeah. what other people had to go through, and especially well, they think that's like you know 200 years ago, right? And it's not. Yeah. It's Holly. Think, remember those days, Holly? Yeah. I'm six. I'm sixty-two. I think it is. Yeah, <laughs> uh-huh. I'm sixty-two years old, and it was in my lifetime. Yeah, yeah. So, so it ain't, it ain't before. that. It wasn't that far that that long ago. You think about it, slavery was two or three people ago. Uh huh. Yeah. 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 Absolutely, yeah. man. You know? When you and, put it in that perspective, you're like, dang. Yeah. 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 So yeah, I, I'm not. I'm sure Don has remembered those conversations with grandparents mm-hmm. or, that have said things yeah. like. uh uh, don't look, don't look, don't white folks in the eye. Right. I just, you know, yeah. and I'm talking about, they say it almost that you, it won't, it almost sound comical, but it's real. Mm-hmm. It, it, that was really the way things kind of went. It's like, look, you don't, don't, don't bad mouth them. Right. Don't look at them, uh, get across the street, mm-hmm. you know, and when they come and just cause now being from Chicago might've been different, but in Florida, that that's, that's really how it was. Yeah, you you but, wanted to, uh, you, you had to, you had to look away or, 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 or bow, bow down to a certain degree. You know, and it, it, that's real. And, and, and I'm telling you, I've heard people say this over the years. You know, when I had, you, you, look, look them in the eye. Okay, the police stop you. Look them in the eye. No sudden moves. Even if you feel like you falsely accused, shut up. Yes, sir, no, sir. Yep. Because yep. I'd rather pick you up from the station than pick you up from the morgue. Yeah, that's and, yep. and when you have to tell a kid that. Right. That's heavy, right? Yeah. I'd rather pick you up from the station than pick you up from the morgue. Yeah. And that's the difference. So I think when people don't understand their their words or their scenarios, that I don't care how you may feel or what ideology you subscribe to, there's a line that you should be look really careful with because everybody's experience is different. Yeah. Okay? And if yeah. you're winning because you're white, and let's be clear, this ain't racist. You know, I know some good people who work their butts off. Okay, some of my best friends are some of the some some of the people who earned everything they got. Some of the people I don't like being around is the people who was giving it, right? Mm. And I got a lot of friends who work their butts off. Okay, good folk. Mm. Okay, and so I, and I laugh about them. I laugh. I have these conversations. Holly's been around. I, we talk openly. Uh, my wife friends who earned that man saw the earth. A couple of them that didn't earn it. Total asshole. <laughs> you follow me? <laughs> well, yeah, so, I mean, so you, you have to be careful, right? Yeah. And when you're winning because of whiteness, then you have to, that those are the ones who get most comfortable, guys, saying all kind of nonsense. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, I don't know why black folk keep complaining. Uh, hello? <laughs> Stop. Yeah. 
Right? Okay, even if you feel that way. Stop. Yeah. And they, I'm telling you. Yeah, and, you know, blah, 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 blah. Hey, dude, I'm telling you, man. I'm going to just get up and go over there. Yeah. The next guy going to put you to sleep. Mm-hmm. You got to make the conscious decision of do you want me to leave and go over there or put some water on your face <laughs> <Wake up. laughs> when you get knocked out. <laughs> right, Holly? Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm. You know, I'm. I'm not that good at that yeah. anymore. I used yeah. to be, but I'm kind of. I think I took that that pill that you get or whatever. When you get to be a certain age, you say, <laughs> "Hey, look, y'all gonna either. I'm gonna just say what I gotta say, right. and we can agree to disagree. Yeah. And you you can walk your way. I can walk my way. Uh, but a lot of those things are happening. A lot of that is happening now, where uh, uh, people are kind of speaking their minds. I mean, people. It used to be kind of people were cordial with each other and and careful about your feelings and things. And now people are kind of speaking out a little bit more, but it's going to do nothing but separate us all. Well, they didn't and, get bullied and, enough when they were kids. Yeah, yeah, we all were the bully. That, that was a, that. And it's funny how that was a different thing because I went to an all-white school in, in, in elementary school and junior high school. It was We had one busload of black kids come to, to the school I was at. So that was a unique experience, especially compared to the kids that lived in my neighborhood that that uh, went to black schools that were predominantly black. They, it was a is a different way you raise, different way you do things. And the way we are right now, we're getting back to that separation to a certain degree, and it's 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 not good. We're we're separating so much uh, whites and blacks and Hispanics and 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 now, like I say the for lack of a better term, the, the new ends that are coming over here through the border, because that's what they're going to be. Basically, uh, we can keep you down, keep you in a certain place and and have you do our dirty work for us. And, yeah, and, 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 I, and I think uh, you're right. We're looking at that happening every day. But it's just interesting to me how it just has come to this place, man. And we, we started yeah. talking about the secretary of Homeland Confusion. Um Mallorcas. Uh Mallorcas is Cuban American, right? Mm. And who came as a refugee. Mm-hmm. So it's amazing when when you put a person in his position that you know their ideology is against what they're engaged in, right. then you mm. really have no respect for them. Exactly. Okay? Yeah. Mallorcas should be absolutely livid about what's happening at that border based exactly. on just how he got here. Right. Okay? Yeah. And what his family had. Yeah, they had to work for it. Yes. Come over here with yes. no money. Yes. Right. I guarantee you. And, and but he's is, in a position now where, well, I mean, it doesn't affect me anymore. You think so? Or you think that these people. They got ha- something on them. They think about it. This is a guy. <sighs> this is a guy who family fled Cuba. Mm-hmm. Fled. I'll say this too. There's plenty of situations like that where people are over here, whether they came over here or their parents, Mm -hmm. and they still, you know, vote the other way. And they say, well, yeah, it's fine. I mean, like, so I don't know. It's either misinformation, miseducation, or maybe they got to a place in their lives where they just, they forgot. And there are people who call that a sellout, maybe? Yeah. 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 Of course. Because because if you go look, right, his family fled Cuba during the Cuban Revolution. That's the early on, right? And moved to California, and he was educated at good schools, and they worked so hard, I'm sure. I guarantee you. Foundational. For survival. For survival, that family worked hard, and this guy became somebody. Yeah. Okay? And now you're seeing that he's standing here in charge of this, 
and won't act on something that I know and deep in his heart, mm-hmm. his parents can't even be for this. Right. Not at all. Well, you got, look at this whole administration. Do you really think these people deep down, you know, believe in what they're doing? Hmm. Some of them may be, yeah. but I mean, I think there's got to be a entire administration yeah, yeah. is on board with this deep down in their hearts. I, I just can't see it's it. It's impossible. I, I believe pockets are getting filled right now. Uh, I don't know if it's pockets, but I can tell you what's amazing when I watch some of these people. You're right. There's influence that influence, is not of their yeah. own. There yeah, is that's something what yeah. influencing them. Hey, we got some open mics over there, buddy. Okay. But uh, again, I just, I'm telling you right now. I'm watching this, and then I'm watching this guy who's going against his entire life from a contradiction standpoint. Yeah. And I, I continue to see people like this. I'm like, how, do the, how does this person believe this? Mm-hmm. Now, right. is I'm, am I profiling White Yorkers? Absolutely. <laughs> I'm saying here's a guy whose family came here yeah. from Cuba during the Cuban Revolution, settled and worked for real. I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure those people worked their butts off, yeah. right? Sends him to great schools. He becomes this big lawyer, Washington lawyer, now Homeland Security Secretary. And the entire journey of his family goes for naught. Yep. If we're looking at him and how he's handling it. Yeah. Mm. Now, is that profiling him? or What is that saying? You're giving him the benefit of the doubt. It sounds like that. You give them like a little because, leeway. Because most people I know who come from the struggle yeah. come from the struggle. Facts. They live in a mindset mm-hmm. that they have, this is what I had to do to get here. Yeah. Now, do I know some people who got there and lost their way? Yeah, a couple. Yeah. But most people I know who maneuvered and who come from working class people mm-hmm. who did it all right, Yeah. they still in their heart have yeah. something well, it's hard to forget that, especially if it took years and decades of mm-hmm. work to get to where you are. Yeah, it's hard to just be like, oh, you know, forget about the struggle. So, yeah. w- where's your family from? Uh, my dad's from Venezuela. Mm-hmm. So uh, he moved here with his brother when he, he was about ten or eleven. Mm-hmm. Mom, mm-hmm. N- no one spoke English. Mm-hmm. Moved to Texas. Mm-hmm. Had to learn English in seventh grade. Uh, his mom was working uh, for, I believe, immigration at the time. Mm-hmm. So, as kind of like she's trying to learn English, so she could translate. Uh, mom's side, I mean, they've been here for a long time, but I have, you know, history of family that were immigrants that came here, worked very, very hard. And then, you know, decades later, eventually got their citizenship, mm-hmm. but they did it the right way and they worked and worked and worked. My dad's a lawyer now. Mm-hmm. How does, how does your dad see this immigration crisis? As you would think he would see it. Mm-hmm. It's a problem. Mm-hmm. How is it fair too to people like him that came here? the right way, worked and worked and worked to get to where they are. And then you have these guys come over and beat up cops and then, you know, absolutely go back to the shelter. So when I hear the talk about uh, impeaching Mayorkas, it's bigger than impeaching Mayorkas to me. I don't understand what Mayorkas is seeing with his eyes. Mm. Right. Okay. Your dad sees it the way this is the way he sees it. He, right. he realized that when they got here from Venezuela, mm. the hustle had to get turned up. Yeah. Right? For sure, yeah. And they're coming from a different regime. Mm-hmm. Okay? It's tough. Venezuela yeah. was, you know what I mean? There were two Venezuelas. There were these people. Yeah, exactly. And these people. Right? Yeah. Up, down, no way in between. Either you had some or you don't have a damn thing. Right. Okay? But they landed on their feet and they hit the gas. Mm. They did everything right. Yeah. Paid into the system. Mm-hmm. Hmm? Yeah. Went to school. 
Yeah. Stay free of the law. Success stories. Yeah. Yeah. That's how it should be yeah. done. Let's head over to the break. When we come back, you're listening to the Don Miller Show on Florida Man Radio. Girls and boys in poverty around the world are dreaming of a better life. Thanks to Children International and friends like you, dreams are coming true. Together we help children to learn, grow, and thrive. Learn more at children.org. Back to the Don Miller Show on Florida Man Radio. Now when I was a little boy, at the age of five, I had something in my pocket. Keep a lot of folks in line. Now I'm a man, May 21. You know, baby, we can have a lot of fun. I'm a man. Thank you so much, everybody. Welcome back. Florida, Maine Radio. Mm-hmm. Maine. Florida, Maine Radio. Huh? Yep. Thank you so much. Again, 321-339-1055. You want to pop right in or head over to the app. Download the app. Take us anywhere you go. Drop us an open mic, guys. Come on. Okay? 30 seconds long. 30 seconds. Also, coming up 3 p.m., uh, 2 p.m. Central, uh, the Shannon Burke Radio Show. Uh, and that should be a good show today. Let's check out some open mics real quick. Just a suggestion for the little dumbass honky. Because he sounds like to me he's either an only child or perhaps was an oops baby with older parents. You can't tell people like that nothing. But what you can do is ask him questions, especially when it's in front of some good church-going folks. Ask him questions why he believes what he does and make him look stupid in front of everybody else. Mm, make him stand on it. Don and gang, it's JMPA. You know, when you're not a citizen from here and you're on a visa or whatever, you get in trouble with the law. They send your ass back to where you came from. So that's what needs to happen. An example needs to be made. These people need to be sent back to wherever the hell they came from. Part of the problem is they're just coming back over again and again. Go ahead. Weapons of mass distraction. Can't anybody like the radio stations or anything go down there and, you know, do a town hall, but also video it and then throw it on YouTube and Facebook so that our message is getting out instead of the corrupt media? Okay. Wow. Hey, guys, Mark in Atlanta. Uh, you mentioned about the coming to a community or neighborhood near you. The other day I was in Duluth, Georgia, just, uh, just north of... Um, northeast of Atlanta and at a gas station there had to be close to 200 men of fighting age uh, grown men from Central South America it looked like all with backpacks on just sitting there just hanging out it was pretty unnerving good morning hey Don I have yet to hear you guys mention anything about the bill in the in Congress that's about to be passed, but then again, someone told them not to pass it. So I'm not either a Republican nor a Democrat. I just vote for the best of my interest. Okay, uh, we don't know what bill you're speaking of, but if you can drop us an open mic and let us know, we will. Good morning, everybody. Yeah. Great show. Awesome of Tampa. Hey, my dad always taught me growing up, always work for what you want and always grind to get it and never, never owe someone, somebody money because as soon as you owe somebody money, they always use that against you, regardless <laughs> if it's a best friend or a family member. That's real talk. 
Hey guys, Austin from Tampa again. Hey Gonzo, I followed your Instagram page the other, the other day. Um, cigar guys. Um, my Instagram username is Gringo is Poppy. Don't don't ask why my wife's Colombian. All right, so. <laughs> That was Appreciate weird. it. Thanks, Austin. Like, hey, I followed you, man. I got fans too, Don. Okay, this is Don Miller show. And uh, my opinion, you just made me think about this. Actually, uh, I, I think the reason some people, uh, some white people, get annoyed with the uh, the notion that black people are always looked at differently is probably because they're always um, getting it pushed down their th- our throats by people who are constantly playing the race card. But when you say it. You don't do that, and it means a lot more coming from someone like you. So I appreciate that. Thank you so much, my friend. It's a good point. Yeah. Hey guys, Austin again. Yeah, my wife's Colombian. She's an immigrant. She came up at seventeen on a visa. Austin, go to work. <laughs> okay, Austin, follow my good man Gonzo, hey, man. Guys, this is Panhandle Patty. I guess what aggravates the stew out of me is seeing Americans on the corner begging when we're letting people come in and just giving them whatever they need, period. Yesterday, I gave a man $26 so he could get his copay for his vancomycin mm. to treat his legs. Mm-hmm. An American man. He hugged me. Ba-doo-ba-doo. ba mm. Now think about this, right, what she just said. Um, I think that is frustrating to all of us when we see the amount of resources money included, going to people who have not at any way done anything to benefit this system. Mm. Uh, I'm not negative toward benevolence. I'm, I don't, but, but come on. Mm. Let, let's head over to the phone lines. Hey, you on the Don Miller Show. What's your name? Where are you calling us from? Hi, I'm calling from Orlando. I, I just want to say that conversation about the migrants is a little frustrating to me because some of these people actually do sell a lot of whatever they have. They have land in their country, not all of them, and they sell it to come here. But big picture is there's an organization profiting from this. These people don't just say, hey, let's just take this long walk. Someone is guiding them. Who is making this money? Mm-hmm. Until they tackle and target the org- crime organization, millions of dollars, then the people will keep coming. Some of the people actually can read, some of them can't read, some of them are professionals, some of them not professionals, some are probably sent, you know, but there is someone going into these, there's an organization going into these communities, informing, misinforming people, and then having them pay so they can come here. So if the money source is stopped, then how are all the people going to get here? Okay. And I haven't heard any talks about okay. targeting the organization. Hold, hold, on, hold on, listen, stay with me real quick. You are 100% yeah. spot on. The problem is... You said these people are coming here. They're educated, and you know some of them. They're selling. Some are, some are. Okay, but it's a mix of people. Let I me think. let me just give an example. It's all. I don't care if they're educated or not. This is a real problem because I know a doctor from Nicaragua who is working at a mechanic shop right now. I know a lawyer from Venezuela who's waiting tables mm-hmm. right now. You understand? Mm-hmm. So I get that they are some are educated, uh, but but that the problem is there is a big picture conversation that you just mentioned that is not being had. These people are not walking up to the southern border. They are not traveling by foot thousands of miles. This is a serious 
structured, laid out plan. And again, as I said before, these people are drawn to this border, correct? They are drawn to this border through whatever propaganda is being put in front of them that makes them sell what they have to get to this border. They are being they are being transported oftentimes to this border. They're not walking across the desert. These are right. not nomads that we know historically. They cross the entire country of Mexico. Absolutely. Yeah. They cross the most dangerous country to cross in the region. Yeah. Would you agree? And a lot of them are military okay. age. Okay. They are crossing the most dangerous. Listen, I don't know if people understand that there stretches a highway in Mexico that's totally controlled by drug lords, Quite right? True. And to even move through that country, you got to either be really connected mm -hmm. or know somebody who knows somebody. Yeah. So you got thousands of people that are moving through these cartel-led environments. Uh, you got a lot of sex trafficking because they're taking mm -hmm. off the road who they want to take off the road. Yep. Okay? So uh, you're right. There's a giant money source that is backing these people that are coming to this border. But and 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 this money source is the same money source that's fueling interior situations on the inside of the country. Right. This is a setup. This is a great replacement. And the great replacement is simply saying we going you guys get ready to get pushed to the side. We got some new people coming in. Yeah. Go ahead real quick. And um it it what what is actually driving them to the border is the policies that have already been set out that if you come here we're going to release you into the nation. They've already seen so many people at the border get let in and at the same time there's no true deterrence. If there was deterrence at the border then these people would not take it up. They would not listen to the propaganda. Right. You get what I'm saying? If there was a reason for them not to go, then they wouldn't go. It, but there's a reason for them to go. But but it Okay, well, I think we lost her. But the point yeah. is, she she made a great point. Yeah. What's the money source? Who's the money source? Why nobody's talking about it? Um, because it is so deeply covered. You, there's some sites out here you can go read. Mm -hmm. uh, she was up spot on. Somebody. Well, because you have the cartel that is taking money from these guys and helping them get to the absolutely. Border. But yes. of course, We're, if we don't want to stop the immigration anyway, meaning you know the administration, if they don't want to stop it, then. Nothing's going to be done. Absolutely. Because they're okay with this. They're going to let it continue. But again, you can't move, you can't drive through Mexico like you can get in the car and drive from Florida uh, to, to, to Massachusetts. You have to hurt before you heal. And when you're talking to people who've seen the world differently, just be a little more eloquent and thought out in your dialogue. Mm -hmm. Because you have to hurt before you heal. People are still hurting. Everybody's not healed. And you will get punched in the damn mouth at some point. Yep. Hey, listen, coming up 3 p.m. Eastern Time, the Shannon Burke Show. So listen, for myself, Gonzo and Rosie Holly Holloman, I uh -huh. love you, bro. Man, the interns did a great job. Thank you so much, Jamaya. Thank Woo. you so much, LP Stedman. Take us home, baby. WFYY HD3 Windermere, WXUS HD3, W266DY. Bill O'Reilly here. You are listening to the O'Reilly Update. Coming up next, the news with Mike Slater.
Thank you, Bill. It's February 1st, 2024. Here's what's happening today in America. Big tech humiliated. Infrastructure on alert. Red Sea close call. And police officer attacked by illegal immigrants. It's all coming up. Then Bill is going to be here with your message of the day. But first, tech CEOs got crushed yesterday at the Senate Judiciary Committee. It was the CEOs of TikTok, Snap, Discord, and Meta, Zuckerberg himself, all regarding big tech's failure to keep kids safe online. And it was both Democrats and Republicans attacking. And it was quite nice to see, actually. Senator Josh Hawley at one point asked Zuckerberg, if he would want to apologize for the harm that has been caused to the families and the audience, parents of kids who committed suicide because of being sexually exploited online. And Zuckerberg got up, turned around, and faced the families. He said, I'm sorry for the things that your families have suffered, and this is why we invest so much, and we're going to continue doing industry-wide efforts to make sure no one has to go through the things your families had to suffer. Another hearing yesterday, the FBI director said that Chinese hackers are, quote, preparing to wreak havoc and cause worldwide harm. Chinese hackers are positioning on American infrastructure in preparation to wreak havoc and cause worldwide harm to American citizens and communities if or when China decides the time has come to strike. That's Chris Ray, the head of the FBI. He said Chinese hackers are working to, quote, find and prepare to destroy the civilian critical infrastructure that keeps us safe and prosperous. The FBI director said he believes that China's cyber operatives outnumber all FBI agents by 50 to 1. The attacks are getting closer on our ships in the Red Sea. A cruise missile launched by the Houthis on Tuesday night came within one mile of a U.S. destroyer before it was shot down. In the past, these missiles have been intercepted by destroyers at around eight miles or more. And it was the last line of defense, an automated machine gun, which is designed for close-range intercepts. It's the final defense line that a ship has to shoot down an incoming missile when every other layer of defense has failed. That is what finally got it. They're getting closer. A group of illegal immigrants staying at a shelter in New York City have assaulted two police officers near Times Square. The officers were trying to arrest a man when they were attacked by this group who started kicking and punching the officers on the ground. Five illegal immigrants were arrested, ranging from the age of 19 to 24, and four of them were released without bail. One is waiting arraignment. Unbelievable. They're sending their best, right? I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. The great Bill O'Reilly is your message of the day. Next. Our freedoms should never be taken for granted. They must be cherished, protected, and defended. When corporations pander to the liberal agenda, they must be punished. When corporations stand up for conservatives,